Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Austin with Wolfpack Outdoors and you're listening to the Outdoor Adventures Podcast. Today's sponsor is myself and my wife. We bust our butts to bring you this content and we're also supported by you, the listener and the viewer. All of your subscribes and all of your views genuinely do help our channel and helps us bring you better content. So we're here today with Alan Pierce of the Pandra and he is a bona fide family man, a nurse, was a merchant marine in the past, engineer mechanical engineer is yeah. there anything that you haven't done uh no <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so many things my add has played played strongly in my life <laughs> yeah so let's get right into it for the people that don't know your story of the incident that occurred do you mind if i just give them the abridged notes yeah please that would be amazing okay <laughs> and correct me if i get anything wrong but i think i've got the story down so so november 8 2018 you wake up, you go to work, you're at work, and there's a fire that starts down below Paradise. Uh, it's in Polga. I don't know where that would be. Paradise, maybe like east, maybe? I'm trying to remember. Again. Oh, okay. Maybe slightly northeast of Paradise. Yeah, and then you and your associates realize that the fire's coming, and so you start evacuating it, evacuating everybody. Yeah, within about an hour and a half after the first, first knew, after I first knew about it, we were evacuating. Right. And so once you get them evacuated, we were all evacuated. I mean, then you begin to head down the hill with some people in your vehicle. You guys kind of get trapped in a little spot. And finally, you get a clearance enough to where you're able to turn around, come back. And once you get to the hospital, is kind of when the real work began because you started doing triage for yeah, we, triaging we, patients. Yeah, we set up a triage for patients, uh, for people showing up that needed help. It, it was, it was kind of cool. We had a. We just, you know, that's just normal uh, emergency management stuff, but um, but the team we had there was uh, pretty amazing. We had just even physicians-wise, we had a surgeon, we had a, a pediatrician, we had an anesthesiologist, we had an ER doc that also done military, right? Done uh, physician work in the military, so she was really helpful in like kind of setting up the triage in a way that, like, a lot of patient care is reducing anxiety and. To set it up in a way that looked like, okay, we have, we are ready for you guys, whatever we need to do. Exactly. And that was just so helpful. Well, I bet. And so after you guys started setting up triage, then the fire got more intense. The hospital caught on fire. You guys had to take a temporary refuge area out by the helipad because it already burnt over. Yeah. And after that occurred, then you guys were able to transition everybody from the hospital down to yeah, the valley. Yeah, they were able to get Pence Road open, the road that, one of the main roads out of the, out of paradise and the one that the hospital's on open enough that we could uh kind of do a, a spread out caravan <laughs> <laughs> dodging uh you know area dodging down trees and hanging electric poles and right just strange things it was a, it was a weird video game like that whole day so yeah it really is as yeah. you know i'm a firefighter right yes. and so it's it's a very strange experience it's very surreal to be inside of the chaos and manage through it and and obviously remain calm and then you're going to see things that you probably don't want to see but it's um and, and just making it out right and this this is a strange one because even the uh, in this particular case which is not the normal the firefighters didn't know where to go right like we had people pulling out of the hospital one of the reasons the parts of the team and i got stuck were because we were a bunch of the leaders and so we got all the patients out, then we got our teams out, and then so that meant we were the last on on the road. Okay. So that's why a lot of the people before us all got out. 
but right. then you know it just had gotten worse by the time we were on the road and that that was the difference of uh minutes like, oh yeah. yeah like five ten minutes maybe like <laughs> <laughs> so um because everything was so chaotic and and some of my team were pulling out on, and they were like do i go this way or this way and like and people couldn't tell them no not like, at all li- literally they'd be say i, I don't know yeah, because a lot of that <laughs> a lot of that relies on like if you're asking the fire personnel cuz they're all talking to each other on radios. They're like this way's good, but apparently everything was, no was kind of just there everything was just blacked out. And, Even talking to you about it, it gives me chills like yeah. like there was no good way. <laughs> right. There was uh yeah, and that's kind of what happens is like uh, things just shut down and you work in your immediate area of yep. what you can manage. Right? Yes. And so And I mean that and that's kind of any kind of emergency you take the small steps and make a decision, move right. forward, make a decision. And exactly. So, uh, you know, it's like any, like, I'm sure what firefighters have to do in certain situations. Well, of course. Uh, okay, so you get down the hill, and then, and I don't want to, you know, if we want to talk about it more, we can, but I'm not trying to glaze over it. But basically, you get no. down the hill, you transfer care, and then you go home see your family, and then you realize that your truck's burnt up. Is that how it? Uh, it w- well, we'd, we got down the hill. I got into Oroville, and the road that you norm the main road that usually goes to Chico from Oroville was shut down because the fire had reached down there and was crossing that road. Right. So I had to drive down to Oroville, and I used Google Maps to find like this dirt road in between the 70 and the 99, which like <laughs> through, this, <laughs> through this like farmland or something, right. and had to cut across like. And I got all the way. I I I'd seen the truck like when I was up up there, but I hadn't really looked at it because we had like we had people showing up and we needed to take care of them. Yeah. Um, so I went down to the incident command center for our hospital that had been moved to Chico right at the bottom of Skyway. And, um, and I reported off all the people about how many people were taken care of. I didn't have names on, on them, but I had uh, the names of the people from our team that were up there that had evacuated. Okay. Most of the other people had headed straight to Enlo for treatment and me being in the truck, I was only as exposed to smoke as I was you know, when we're at the hospital and right. whatever the cabin filter let through. Okay. And so after the fire blows through and you're down there and you're decompressing with your family, at what point is somebody reaching out to you going, we want to give you a truck? And I'm so, I'm, that's a weird, that's probably a terrible way to transition, I but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious as to like. Yeah. I mean, people, people are like outside of that are definitely curious. I, it was, you know, and, and I got to, because I'm now friends with some of the people at Toyota, I got to hear it from that point of view, too. Like, they were just getting uh, a couple, I may, I, I want to say, like, maybe a couple of days after the fire, I was, like, just sitting around, and I was like, oh, I, I have this cool picture of my truck. Yeah. Which I had, like, I had gone to that incident command in Chico, and I came out, and I'm like, oh, Paradise, the the smoke looks like the same color as my truck at that time. <laughs> it was like it had this very orange tone before the before the it rained like several days later it had this cool like orange yellow perfect marshmallow tone yeah is that when is that when that picture came that's out? when i took that picture the main picture yeah i like i dropped i dropped down to one knee because that's how you take pictures of your truck yeah uh and i was like oh this is crazy looking and like <laughs> and you can actually see uh from the one of the people that uh left my truck to go to the fire truck she dragged one of my kids blankets out that i keep i keep always keep blankets in the back of the truck uh-huh. and um and well, you can see the little triangle of it sticking out of the side of the truck, <laughs> like out of the front door. <laughs> she had tried to get out the rear door, but it was it kind of welded shut from okay. the heat, and so she had to crawl out the front. Um, and yeah, I just I just came out and saw the picture. I snapped like 
two or three pictures and then i was like i'm gonna go see my family yeah and uh i drove up and that was the that was actually the more like rough part because i got there uh to my uh in-laws property and i pulled up and i didn't realize i'd totally forgotten i'd pulled up with the burnt side of the truck showing oh okay and they so they were coming out and then they saw the truck and then they started running like they didn't know what i looked like inside right and i got out and i'm like i'm fine i'm fine you know that's where a lot of the guilt like you know as a parent you know you try everything to make your kids feel safe that you're always going to be there and and uh i'm glad i'm wearing sunglasses right now because, <laughs> because that that still moves me a bit it's a, it? it was a little tough to put my kids through that whether yeah. you know i know it wasn't my choice but it, it's you know you still felt bad oh yeah as a dad to like you know you're like to for your kids to think they were gone i can absolutely relate with you on that one yeah it's tough you know there's times when i'm out on fires and I can't get back to the family or my wife's texting me and she's like, how's you, it going? You don't have time to and I'm back. like, things are crazy. I'll get back to you when I can. And then it's like, well, you don't send that text because then she just, yes. it, it just makes you go. It's crazy. better almost not to write. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And exactly. so I, and that's kind of what the situation was. I didn't know how good it was. So mm -hmm. I didn't, I would like the cell towers were kind of down anyway. So I didn't really have any signal to speak of. Right. And I didn't want to say everything was going to be okay when I didn't know. I just told her the one little bit of time I got to talk to her, I'm going to do everything I can to get out of here. Right. You know. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So uh, jumping ahead to the, so a couple of days later, I was, you know, I was still in and out of meetings, but like I had, I had a little more downtime. Right. And uh, I was sitting there flipping around on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I've, I should, I've, and I'm flipping through my pictures and I was like, oh, this is a sweet one. The colors were amazing. <laughs> and so I like wrote it as like, oh, this is my Toyota commercial. And yeah. I wrote it like that. And with, with no, you have to realize I was writing to like 130 people. Okay. Like all, mostly other Tundra owners from like Arizona and like everywhere else, you know, might've been someone like you. I, like, me, yeah. Yeah. And like, and I'm like, this is my Toyota commercial. It got me through the fire twice and I made, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And, um, and it, and I didn't realize until like a day or two later that it was blowing up. Somebody from Chico had gotten a hold of it, put it on her Facebook and that, and then it got just shot all over the world. Like literally I was yeah. getting, I was getting, uh, messages text some you know people were getting a hold of my phone number and like texting me from <laughs> iran and like like weird like wow. all south america like yeah and i'm getting messages on all different places and it was getting a little overwhelming one of my best friends he he's like hey he was like he would check on me how, how i was doing and I was, he's like let me manage your your this multi you know all the media stuff like because i now i was getting media requests because it's a good oh, story wow. It in is. the middle it's, of all the bad. It's so you. It was one of those times where they needed a good story. They needed a something good. <laughs> well, it's complete selfless service too. You, there was no. I mean, from my point of view, there was no like I'm doing this for a reason other than to help other people. Well, you were a firefighter. You, the the public, your is your patient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For me, that my patients and my team are my are my number one. Like I, if it. And I'm not trying to be like hero or anything, but I've always been taught from my dad, who was in the military, from my from my merchant marine background. Right. When you're in charge of someone, that is the ultimate number one responsibility before yourself. Yeah, you know the captain goes down with the ship, all of yeah. that. So there was a reason I was one of the last people to walk out of the hospital, and when I was walking through the parking lot, I didn't even get in my truck until all my team was on the road. Oh, wow. And I wouldn't even let him talk to me. I'm like, just stay ahead of me and get in. Because all I can think is, like, I've got to do everything right. Like, I, I don't. If yeah. this all ends, I need to make sure I did everything correctly. And uh, 
and to like whatever my knowledge and training and experience has been. So, yeah. Because if I don't think like that, I'd freak out and run around in circles. <laughs> so I, I had I had to go with you know you just go with your training. Yeah. So, exactly. so and you know people think I'm laughing and having a good time and and joking around like which which we were which you do when you're in a stressful sure. situation, and you know when I'm sure you do when you're with your firefighting uh, team and everything. Yeah. You, that's just what you do. You like you joke around, but everything is a job, and as long as you are doing everything like you're supposed to, there's nothing to stress out about because you've done everything you can do. Yeah, exactly. But So how did this series of events end up unfolding for you? So we got to the point of now you're being contacted by people from Iran. Or <laughs> like something. from everywhere. Just I everywhere. Like, I was like, I'm not going to return that one. I don't know when it would be on the list <laughs> or something. Yeah. But, uh, but they said really nice things. Um, so I was getting contacted by like all different brands. So all the, you know, the outdoor brands, they're all kind of amazing because they're like, sure like families own these companies and yeah. and they're like oh we want to you know hook you up with this and that and I, and I think i was telling you earlier i'm like i don't have a garage to put anything in i don't have anything yeah all i had was the truck and i didn't even have my own clothes at that point all i had was scrubs and a truck and a backpack and um so i was it was weird you know of course you want these things these are the things i've always like but at that point it's not that important no like uh like the whole house i i didn't no, I think at that point for several days, my brother-in-law happened to be the National Guard response, like oh, leading okay. the National Guard response to that. So he actually was able to get me a picture of a KFC burned down immediately following that a <laughs> picture of my, my house burned down <laughs> because he's cool like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, I, so I was like, hey, I, thank you so much. Uh, because you, you have to realize I posted that to 130 people. I did not expect that to happen this like kind of classic right. viral thing um yeah. so i uh so companies also were grew, people were getting a hold of me to like build the truck okay. uh and you know people like sdhq down in arizona just amazing people that i bought i bought products from and right. and uh you know they contacting me to uh to build the truck or to like yeah. or for parts and then finally i, I think uh rockstar uh, Nick over Nick Ashby over at Rockstar got a hold of me, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, um, I think at that point I'm not sure if Toyota contacted me yet, but either way, he's like, hey, we'll rebuild your truck. We'll get it back going, and we'll and, and oh, and that make, was with your previous truck. They were going to rebuild the previous that. Truck, oh, and okay, then, and wow. you can be an ambassador, like you know, like if you get a new truck, then you know we'll build that. If you want to keep the old one, we'll do that. Yeah. So did that come with obligations too, though? Well, it just I would just be uh, an ambassador with them, right? Which is what I am now. Okay. And 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 being an ambassador with them is just literally just being around and like hanging out with a cool group of people that are also <laughs> ambassadors. Yeah. And kind of being oh, I'm, oh I have to go on this adventure in Moab. I want to have to go to, <laughs> to Utah and like go wheeling. Please you know? don't make me do that. Yeah, I know. So that so I ended up going with him, and then with somewhere within days within the round that I got a text from, uh, I got a call from Texas, which I'd been getting calls from everywhere and just ignoring everything. Okay. Uh, but then like, then I got a text on that and he's like, Hey, it's Tyler from Toyota. I want to talk to you. And I was just like, huh. I pull, I had to pull over. Cause I was like, Whoa. <laughs> and, um, cause everybody had been commenting on like, Oh, give this Toyota, give this guy a truck. But Toyota doesn't just give away trucks like all the time. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but she, so I pull over like some gas station. I remember I was on like the East Avenue exit, like getting off the freeway. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be driving and talking to this person. <laughs> so I call Tyler, who happens to be a female Tyler. Okay. And 
she was awesome and um and she's like hey we're gonna we want to give you a truck right um and i was like awesome uh i but i but you know but my other head you know my add head's like hey i put a lot of money into this truck like (laughs) and and, like i'm literally saying this to someone that's giving me yeah fifty thousand (laughs) dollar truck and i'm like and what are we gonna do with the taxes i don't i don't have a job like i I, like i don't my my job was burned down when i left i'm like yeah i don't know if i can afford for you to give me a truck if does that make sense (laughs) like like because uh, taxes on that, you know, could maybe maybe thirty percent, whatever gift taxes are, and like, oh, okay. And so, yeah. And then she's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, we're giving you a truck. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm gonna do everything I can to not have a dime come out of your pocket for what we're doing for you. Oh wow. And they they did. They protected me. Um, she protected me like, uh, from a from a social media standpoint, um, and like kind of she handled all the toyota like handled me basically mm-hmm. for toyota and uh even through like when we'd go to dealer meetings she would be my literal literally my handler oh so she's telling you how to act what to do not, not even to how to, to act but where to go with like what we're going to be doing and and like oh, okay like, you know just picking me up at my room or like making sure the truck the car was at the airport weird weird like yeah. VIP stuff that happened for like the year after oh okay that's so, wild so is this is this like uh was this an unprecedented event yes. for Toyota to do? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, like what uh, they've given the million mile Tundra. They gave they gave away a truck for the guy who made, and then right. and then I think me, yeah, the Pandra. And then I don't know if you heard about that guy Trey. I posted about him quite a bit, like no. in, in the Houston. Uh, I think it was in Houston. It was in Texas. The, I missed it. Whatever the it was. Snowpocalypse. Okay. Where, where they had that big car accident, you know, the big. Yes, yes. And um, his FJ got rear-ended at full speed by a semi-truck and did a flip, like a spin, over the <laughs> over the concrete barrier and landed. And he got out of this crushed vehicle, and he was on his way to his job as a paramedic and immediately started, like, triaging people and helping people get to ambulances and stuff to the point oh, where wow. the, the other first responders got there, like, how'd you get here before us? <laughs> and he's like, I was in that truck. And they're like, what? You know, like, yeah. so check that out. You know, oh, that's crazy. I'll, I'll send you the link or something. Yeah, I'll put a link below for that and story. And they got him a new, uh, he had an FJ, but they got him a new um, TRD Pro for Runner. Well, that's amazing. But he did amazing things. Like, Oh, yeah, so absolutely. It's It, it seems like. He went it, right to his training and started doing his job, like, even though he was go, doing it with, like, a little bit of a limp from getting just rammed at freeway speeds by a semi from a stop yeah no that's no apocalypse was no joke it was pretty crazy but uh that's incredible and after the year long did you notice that there was a lot of um i don't know did things start to calm down for you do you guys rebuild your house no we didn't rebuild we uh i i had to get a job in chico because you know the the paradise hospital was shut down yeah. And half burned. And um, how did you? So that's a lot of displacement, though. So how everything? How did that work out? Well, somebody the, did a whole control out delete on our entire life. My wife worked at that hospital, too. Right. Our kids went to schools in paradise. Uh, one of the schools burned down. Our house burned down. Yeah. The job job for both of us burned down. Uh, and the hospital wasn't going to be opening back up. So we had to find jobs. And uh, I I got a job doing pre-op post-op at Enlo and it's just amazing team like seven I think six or seven other people from my hospital that I've worked with like ended up on that same unit oh my, wow my ICU team uh there's like four over in ER and like several up in the ICU there and like spread okay. out and then 
all the way from like Hawaii out to Arizona to Idaho, like, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, they probably had to hire more people too, just because yeah, the think, influx of not having that hospital I anymore. I think they had a 30% increase for over that year. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're still seeing a lot of the same patients we had up, up there. Right. <laughs> uh, coming through for surgery and things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I got a job probably in, in a month later, I did the, the interview for the job <laughs> and I'm not normal still. I'm still seeing fire in the middle of the road. I'm still not sleeping well because, you know, I jolt awake. I, I was right. not uh, uh, built for what happened that day, even though it was like six hours of my life that everyone knows me for. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, so I wasn't, you know, I had some legit like post-traumatic stress. And, uh, and I remember going to the interview and I was like, I don't have a, I don't have a suit or anything to wear. And they're like, just come in whatever you, <laughs> I show up. I think I know one of the charge nurses. She used to work at our hot, the, at paradise. Yeah. And like two of them are crying by the end of my interview. Like, they're like, well, why do you, so, you know, they're doing the interview. They're like, so why do you want to work here? I'm like, I don't want to work here. I want to work at the job I have. Yeah. Which I still had because they were still paying me and I'm still operating under as a manager for all these people to get the information to them. I'm like, I don't want to work here. I want to work at my other job, but that's not there anymore. And yeah. I hear this unit is good because one of my friends <laughs> worked there. So I'd like to work in a place that's good. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> that's pretty straightforward. And, and it simple. was very much like me, like asking, I, there was, it was a strange interview because it was mostly me asking them about their culture. Cause that was really important to me. Okay. I see you that, uh, that culture because, what do you mean by that for people not in the know? Just people, uh, when you're working on a team and under a lot of stress, it's very important to have uh, humor. It's very important to have like teamwork, mm -hmm. people that back each other up. Right. Uh, is there a lot of drama on the unit? I don't want that in my life. Like yeah. at that, especially at that point, I didn't want that. But I, I did not uh, allow it to to spread on my unit when things, you know, negativity and everything. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good to hear. That's an incredible story, by the way. I mean, I've never heard some of the intricate details that you've talked about, and so it's good to hear them. So thank you for yeah. sharing. Uh, can we make it a little bit lighter? So what are your favorite hobbies? Mountain biking? <laughs> well, I've got a mountain bike on the truck right now. Yeah. Uh, as summer's getting kind of, you know, spring and is kind of coming to an end. Summer's coming in, so paddleboarding's a big one for us. Okay. Um where do you go paddleboarding? Uh, we have Lake Lake Orville's right here, so like we have the the After Bay, the Diversion Dam, like all that. But then there's okay. like lakes. We'll go up to Bend and, and Bend, Oregon, and there's like there's lakes out there. It's amazing. They're amazing. Just a, just it it puts you like on these in these forces us to drive out to these areas that are pretty like remote at times, yeah. but very cool. So does that remain as part of your kit on the truck? Is just your paddleboards there? Ready uh, to go? I've got no. We've got hard pa hard paddle boards. Oh, and, okay. Um, and then uh, I recently started working with Decathlon in the last year, like this big company that makes all kinds of sport, sport like everything, like <laughs> hiking boots to, to bikes to everything. Oh, okay. And tents, and they make uh, inflatable paddle boards. So we're going to be trying that out this year. Nice. That looks like the way to go. Then you can always have it with you, right? Yeah. I can throw it in the back. I don't have to have it mounted on the roof and just blow it up when we get there. What I'm getting from you is that you're sponsored, right? So you're sponsored by more than just the Rockstar Garage. I, like, I don't I don't know if I call it sponsored. I call it more partners. Uh, I don't, okay. You know, I don't, I'm not here making money, like talking to you. I'm not making money 
driving the truck around. But, you know, people do want me to uh, work with them. Uh, and I work and I want to work with certain companies to uh, who have good products. Yeah, exactly. So I grew up in Riverside. So com- getting to work with companies like K&N and Mickey Thompson is kind of mm-hmm. like like it makes my nerdy heart happy, <laughs> you know, like I always wanted yeah. their hats with the, you know, with the, with the sweat of colors, you know, the, <laughs> like, so it's, it's, I it's like rad it. to like be able to work with companies and like in, in Toyota, I was, I was, if there was anything I was indoctrinated with as a kid is it's Toyota. Okay. Like my dad's, you know, he's like, there's two trucks you want in the world. It's the Range Rover and the Land Cruiser. And I actually have a Land Cruiser. Oh, perfect. I have an FJ 60. Uh, it's an 85. It, uh, I was getting it worked on, so it was in Chico. Uh-huh. So I still have it. Okay. Uh, it's still at my buddy's shop because I have nowhere to park it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have that. And we've always had plans to get that one going again. Um, yeah. So so getting to work with companies like Toyota, getting to work with companies like, like I, I think I was mentioning CBT, like the yeah. top 10 company. I the, the summer before all everyone got to know me, I literally was in bend with my wife and we drove by, I made a point to drive by the CVT, the old CVT shop up there. Uh-huh. I was like, this is, that's kind of what I'm planning to put on top of the truck. So oh, when okay. we go camping, cause we already had the rack ready at some point to do that. Right. We had like a, a well together rack. We put on the old truck you, that you've seen. Yeah, no, I, uh, so I believe I'm a follower from the old tundras.com days. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely was watching your build. Like we talked before I, searched out people in my local area and you were one of them and so I was just started following what you're doing because I had aspirations to do similar things yeah. obviously it turned out a little different uh but those were bigger and yeah I didn't bigger even ideas have to got sliders on that one yet because I like I said I was only building the truck for whatever trip I was going on right and the next trip was uh, I Joshua think, Tree so I didn't need it <laughs> I, I think you had started talking about wanting to put sliders on that truck though you were like yeah I'm gonna get them fabbed up etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah but uh yeah, it just didn't come to fruition. We just didn't get to it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as far as sponsorship goes, you, how would you, how would you give somebody advice? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there right now saying, I want sponsorship. I want to have my vehicle sponsored. or I want to do something with sponsorship or partnerships of some type. What would your advice be to them on how to do something like that, like you're doing? I don't know. I think from you, from talking to you earlier, you know that I'm not actually very good at approaching companies i usually right. i usually know someone that knows someone oh, okay or, or you know like with uh dometic like they had actually reached out to me after the fires and i didn't realize it until i was like i went to my dms to write them back about something i'm like oh they had offered me something <laughs> before but like i had so many dms at that point that i it got lost oh, okay. um but yeah usually someone i know like with rockstar i have certain uh, brands that i work with and right Luckily, they work with, they're in Temecula, so they work with a lot of brands I grew up around, oh, okay. like Mickey Thompson, and and yeah. uh, and so it's, that was really cool. That, you know, I did look at who they work with, and I'm like, okay, this is, right. this is kind of what I want mm-hmm. to do, and then there's other brands I work with, uh, and like outside, like I, um, and I wouldn't call it sponsorships as much as like, just, like I said, like a partnership, like where, right. things I already wear, like, uh, like cool pants. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the cool clothing and uh, the KUHL cool and yeah. um, American Giant. And I, they, I, it really kind of comes down to them re- reaching out to me. Oh, okay. And it, it's, I'm just 
well positioned for that. Right. I think I think if you were going to do sponsorship, like I try to work with companies that I like. Like mm-hmm. that I, when I when I talk about a company liking a company or anything yeah. on my truck, I legit am into that stuff. Oh, exactly. Like if it's Max Tracks, it was something that I was looking at way before this. The CBT, I literally was <laughs> like drove by their their shop and like and right. said like this is what I want on top of my truck. And yeah. now I'm like friends with uh, you know people in the company and they're amazing. Oh, and they great. like they do everything they can to like support their own team and like other people that are like like you know they've given rooftop tents to like people that didn't have homes and, like, <laughs> like it's, oh wow yeah yeah and um so i would say work with companies that you are legit like you like their culture of their company mm-hmm. th- th- somebody work with people you respect like anything in life exactly I, th- I think that's number one before beyond anything else like yeah because if you don't then what's the point like I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to buy from a company I don't respect. So why would I why would I get free things from a company I don't respect? Well, exactly. <laughs> Cuz you're supporting them and uh, supporting whatever message they're putting out to the world. Yeah, the message kind of becomes your message. Yeah. And then So like if their product's good, I want to be part of that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well that's great advice. So see search out companies that you align with. Mhm. Yeah. And then also, you know, like if you don't have a <laughs> make sure i know like when th- the people will ask to like oh i want to partner with you guys and and like that company will go check them out i hear this from like the owners and they're not <laughs> even following them like the like that person's not following the company <laughs> yeah <laughs> or they'll send they'll send letters out like and 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 they'll be like and they'll forget to switch the name of the company Oops. from the last whoops letter they sent out yeah so i you know do 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 the work and like and like and present your best self like you know, it's like okay. it's a job interview. Absolutely. And then and then after that, everything you do online and everything re- represents them. So once you are that person right. representing that company, be the best version of you. Which the panda is definitely the best version of me, and not the all the all the f bombs and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> that be, me in real life may be. Right. I'm hanging out with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Where do you see yourself going next? with the build and then just like with the brand the pandra uh i'm working with uh um this guy that's doing some renders for me i think his it's at i am bazzy okay zzy i am a i a m b a z z y i'm pretty sure um he's amazing he does like these amazing graphic renders and he had these just (laughs) just killer renters on his page and i've been following him for a while and i was like hey do you mind doing some renders for me so i've got some ideas like i really love the fj79s from um from australia which kind of mm-hmm. your truck is kind of closer to that direction okay with the flatbeds and the canopies and everything yeah and uh i really dig those oh i love that I love, look i love the love modular it. nature of that yeah you can take it off and have a flatbed or you can put it on and have like storage and everything yeah it's so versatile. Uh, yes. Something that I could just drop some legs down and drive out from under it and like just be and and like mm-hmm. have a different whole whole different truck. Oh, absolutely. So, um I really love those. Uh and then but also I'm really into the, like I've kind of beat my truck a lot going too fast for how I built it. So, uh long travel is definitely uh on my list of things that I really like. Yeah. And so there's some companies I'm looking at to work, looking to work with on that, without saying 
specifically who at the, this point. So you would would you retain the bracket lift and long travel it? Or? I don't. I if I could figure out how to not do the bracket lift and just do it like the long travel as it were designed and yeah. somehow manage to keep my forties, that would be like, that would be the dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that would be like my perfect world. I don't know how that's going to work. Okay. So I've got him doing some renders along both those in two different directions. Right. Like, well, those, I don't see why you couldn't do an Aussie style build long travel. Yeah, something like that. Just both worlds. I just, I just really like the Aussie builds are so functional. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think you know, I think they have more rules like that they can't go with the super giant tire, you know, like lifts and everything. So right. I think they ha having those limitations forces them to be like make these even cooler solutions to problems and everything. Yeah, they seem to be ultra creative, and uh, I think that was one of the first people that I started watching was like the Australian style. And I, definitely when I first saw your truck, I was like, oh, this is, you, this is, <laughs> that's definitely one of the directions I've wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, if there was a way for me to put, like have a spare canopy at the house, yeah, I would, when, when this was off, the canopy would be on Yeah, it with probably like a rooftop tent on top of the canopy. Just yeah, so you go anywhere and do anything. Versions and stuff. Oh, yeah. exactly. Because uh, it's not that, not that I wouldn't take the truck up some gnarly trails, but uh, it's have, a little more like center of gravity mm, a little higher, and yeah, the whole truck's a little higher. It is the center of gravity is way high, but uh, we still manage. I mean, I feel yeah. like we take the truck to some pretty aggressive. I've def definitely done some silly things in this truck. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really love doing like really complicated runs in this truck because it is my daily driver. Uh huh. Like you know, before I got here to hang out with you, I was pick, picking my kids up from school. Right. <laughs> like, like, so, so I can't be like just thrashing it and, and, you know, have doors not open or something. So, uh, it is, it does make me, you know, like I, I do like the trails and, and like a little bit of obstacles. I'm not trying to scrape through canyons and, right. and do those things. I'm always hoping people ask me to go on like just chill camping trips. <laughs> well, that's good. But I mean, I do have the, the rooftop tent, which will fit like two people like you, cause usually it's just me or me and one of my kids. Yeah. And then if we do the whole family thing, then my wife and I stay on the ground tent. Oh, okay. And the kids will crash in the in the rooftop tent, like, so they can have their treehouse. Yeah. Do you guys, so you don't haul a trailer or anything? It's all in the back of the truck? Yeah, I definitely don't want to haul a trailer. Like okay. I, especially California, it's like you're limited to 55 miles an hour, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or whatever, that little bit over. I, if yeah. I can keep everything within the bounds of the truck, mm -hmm. like, in my perfect world, I wouldn't even have the tires and everything hanging off the back. Right. <laughs> Where do you see yourself going with the brand? I don't know. Like, uh, you know, I do have clothes, like some shirts and hats and stuff. Like, actually, I'm wearing one, I think, right now, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that I just did just for the heck of it to try it out. And I've got okay. some extras. And I, I'm really not, I really need to be less lazy and, like, actually put them up for sale. Right. Because some people, you know, a good amount of people have asked and, like, might be into it. And, and, uh, you know, and the whole idea would not be even to make money. It would just be, like, donate. At this point, it would just be donate to different causes. Like, I do a lot of uh, my donations to North Valley Animal Disaster Group. Okay. They're the ones that come in and, like, rescue the horses and stuff after, like, the car fire, or after after our, the campfire and everything. Right. And chickens and, <laughs> and dogs and cats and whatever. Or they feed them when they can't catch them. And yeah. And they go in like in the back end of these disasters and like save a lot of the animals and like and and tried their hardest to get it back to their owners. Okay. So like I definitely you know we did the I don't know if you ever saw but we did the pins of the old truck. Uh, no. Lean, um, this guy at Lean uh, on Instagram he makes these little pins 
mm-hmm. and he made like a little kind of cartoony version of the OG Pandra. <laughs> and we we like they sold out like in hours. Like oh wow. <laughs> like in, and uh, but all that money like got donated to that, and then we did another run and like that sold out, and we and it got donated. Oh wow. So um, it's just a cool way that I can help without going broke myself. Yeah. Because you know we still have to do our own family thing and 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 pay bills and repair cars and yeah it's uh you're still a family living normal family life yeah. it sounds like and, and and like yeah it looks like on instagram that i'm um, adventures every <laughs> every like every moment really because i don't take pictures of myself at work right <laughs> 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 yeah i love i love the like the little memes or the videos of like my daily life and my instagram life yeah and one's all shiny and pretty and the one's just the other yeah, one's yeah. just like my trucks all you know and like i was like uh do i wash my truck for the, you know like like <laughs> do I, i'm like nope i didn't have a chance to do all that no like i didn't no. know what, what how this was gonna work so i was like but really i'm actually happier when the truck's dirty yeah because so, it feels more like what it's supposed to be is that a wrap on there or is it spray on it's spray on with a wrap over it oh, okay so it's spray on bed liner the entire truck's covered in a uh, bullet liner oh, okay so if we were to peel the layers off it would have it would like, look like the old truck oh okay and it was not comfortable with that in well, an area where people were literally still driving around in burnt trucks and and burnt and vehicles and like you know not everyone was uh, yeah. as fortunate as we were well exactly and then there's got to be some part of you that it would just it's a reminder triggering. it's triggering it's a trigger it's, it's triggering as, <laughs> like it's like it's, it's super triggering especially to my wife because like yeah. i said before we pull i pulled up in that and that is not That's a good the, memory for her. It's probably like the very moment where she was the most afraid of the uncertain well, or the unknown. Yeah, the, well, there was the uncertain of me, like, not coming back. And then when I f- came back, then it was, like, the next uncertain uh, of, like, wh- what was I going to look like when I got out of that truck. Sorry. I or didn't mean to interrupt that moment because that was... Um, Whatever. That's intense, real. though. I mean, that's, like, that's the real so stuff. She, when she first saw the burnt version of the truck, it didn't go over well. <laughs> yeah. No, at that, all. At all. For all the, all the reason, all the reasons everyone would understand. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we did show it for a while like that, but this was this this was the temporary solution. This uh, wrap, and then um, uh, that's part of the plan when I redo the suspension to get like all of that, like you know, we'll respray the truck in probably in white, and then do and do uh, somehow do vinyl, which the vinyl. Except for that one part you're looking at mm-hmm. on the on the D, yeah, like the vinyl's held up. The only reason that D even peeled up was because we went through a lot of mud and it just got up under it, and, <laughs> and like, but I was I've been extremely surprised by how well the the vinyl on top of the on top of the the spray on bed liner stuck because it's not a flat surface. No, no, I would think it wouldn't stick very well at all. So that seems it was kind of amazing. So yeah, the, the guys down in San Diego that did it or Temecula that did it were amazing um so yeah there's a plan to do new graphics on the side of this but it'll probably be more white and we'll adjust from there oh okay did you ever find that you get overwhelmed with trying to produce wish i did a little bit more content but i also don't like posting when i don't have a great picture yeah like i think that's what limits me the most if i don't have what i consider to be a good picture it ends up on the story or something you know you know how that goes like yeah like if it's not framed correctly i don't want to put it out there like and i'm not a professional photographer but i try to have like a a decent eye when you're looking at the post to, that they all kind of work yeah it, for me if it's not brand specific it ends up on the story reel yeah exactly and uh you know i do a lot of brand stuff on the story reel too 
because they'll repost and it you know it's a lot easier for them to like repost all that one of the reasons i picked rockstar garage was because they go they do cool events right so we're going wheeling for my i have to <laughs> <laughs> right no that sounds so, super excellent so it's like it sorry sucks. i better go, pool. go <laughs> you're like i have to go to you like i said i have to go to utah i have to go yeah. to you know whatever like bishop and and wheel in the desert and stuff you know it's it, terrible yeah so terrible. one of the reasons i went with them because their commitments are rad <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. on top of that the other ambassadors are all people that wheel and are doing it not for the sponsorships they're doing it because he chooses them because of their personalities and and so it's kind of like yeah. you i get i get lumped in and, and brought into this group of people that are just awesome because they've been vetted yeah, yeah, that sounds epic. It really does. So, like, these are people that are all kind of there for the same. Yeah, we're doing Instagram and stuff, but it's really, for the most part, there's some of them that are, like, very content-driven. A lot of them are, like, they just have rad builds, <laughs> and and we're wheeling. And, like yeah. as like I said, I don't, I don't do rock crawling. I've got a full-size truck. Right. But a lot most of the most of the rock star builds are, are rock crawlers. Oh, okay. So I get to jump in. Sometimes they let me scrape their truck up, like their Jeeps up and stuff. Yeah. And um, it's cool. Yeah, no, I saw I saw Nate's video of the San Hollow trip. Yeah, and that was just super rad. But that was like all Rockstar team right there, right? It was a lot of a lot of Rockstar were there, like, and then just other other, you know, like uh, other brands and and people just they're out wheeling. So, okay, like that wasn't just a Rockstar specific specific one, not that one anyway. That was uh, what was that? That was Trail Hero. Oh, okay. So that that was like a, um, they do. They do uh, runs on San Hallow and like, and they have a deal with the with the recreation to like. Sometimes they're cutting new trails, sometimes they're maintaining trails. You know, like, yeah. So um, it it was that was an event for Trail Hero that Rockstar was present at. Oh, okay. And we were just one of the brands and one of the and like our our umbrella of brands like under Rockstar. If we were to step back, if you were to step out of being right inside of the middle of the event post event but how did how do you think it's changed your life how do you think it's impacted you beyond the the instant fame aspect of everything and beyond the truck and it's, it's funny because the instant fame is like the least impactful thing of everything yeah like the having the truck it's a you know i get to drive the batmobile everywhere like that <laughs> you know like that's what it's like if anything it's it can be a hassle at times, like, like right. you know, especially in the beginning when there was so much attached to it. Now people, now a lot of people, they, as it gets further away, they just see the truck. They don't know what is it, the story attached to it. Right. Um, necessarily. In Chico, more so, they do. But um, uh, outside of the area, like, I'll get random things. But I think, you know, impactful, like, I had to change my career. Like, I had, like, I fully, like, like I said, somebody said, control out, delete. Yeah. Now what? Now what? I was in the job I was going to retire in. I was nine nine years away from paying our house off. I wow. was, you know, like our kids were like in school and they were going to, you know, it, everything was like kind of, we had everything figured out. Yeah. Yeah. You had the recipe book and you were like yeah, on the last. We're like, we're like, we're on this like trail of like being like, you know, my wife's a nurse. I'm a nurse in California. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um. So really it's that part. Like. Now I'm living in an entirely different town, which for me actually was good because all the people I, I hung out, hang out with live in Chico. So oh, all okay. my friends are closer. All my friends, like, we we go from his house to yeah. this park to, 
to to um, you know earlier today I was mountain biking in this park like hours before we hung out today. So yeah. I'm just coming back the second time today, and yeah. um, and this park is here. Like all it's a the things, place too. all the things I do were in Chico. Right. I, I lived and I worked in Paradise, but okay. my life and my living was all in Chico. So that part yeah. was great. Um, the hospitals. Uh, even closer. I lived a mile and a half away. I live now mm -hmm. like just under a mile away from the new hospital. I get okay. to ride my bike to work. I get to skateboard to work. I, I ride my one wheel to work. I don't have to ride. I don't have to drive. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, it's awesome. Like, so I have my little adventure on the way to work and back. And, yeah. uh, and so I, you know, as much as this truck like sucks down gas, as you know, <laughs> I don't really drive. I, I maybe fill it up like outside of like adventures, like when we're going out on a big trip. Yeah. I only fill it up like once a month. Okay. So yeah, it's terrible gas mileage. It's I wouldn't recommend this for anybody trying to be eco-friendly. I have uh, my wife has my uh, has our Prius offset. Oh good, um, good. So for me, like it's outside of trauma and and like that I'm not gonna say I don't have like I I do. Right. Um, like the it's been better. Oh, okay. And I'm the instant fame. It has nothing to do with any of that. Just my whole everything's easier like you know everything's close everything you know my kids schools are close um uh so minus trauma and minus having to go through all that like things yeah. are what i would consider better yeah um that's a big asterisk to try to take trauma out of that equation though because it was a mess and i know we just met so it's probably like a little bit odd but how do you think it's made you grow as a person this event happened and then you had to adjust so you know there's certain things you you learn from it it's like but you know it's like i said before like everyone knows that you know that's probably listening to me only knows me from six hours of my life right so so really that's just a, like a blink like <laughs> for me yeah and so so really what it did was like kind of solidify like the the preparedness always having a flashlight on me like always having like what you know like yeah these little decisions i make like when i'm wearing my regular pants i've got a pocket knife on me there's a flashlight mm -hmm. i've got you know like i've got a trauma kit in the truck i've got okay. little prepared things that i hopefully never get to use i've and, got a ccw but yeah with the plans of never using any of it but yeah. knowing how to use it being trained to use it and and, and having those skills and and knowledge available and also um you know just you know as a leader that doing those right things like mm -hmm. one of my friends said nobody wants to do what you did and go through that and like my friend my other friends and, and the team up there yeah but um when i was talking to one of my friends jeff like it was the worst day but it was also as a professional and and helping people was the best day like a best day of nursing best like you got to use your skills to like some kind of maximum uh level right. to uh protect your 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 patients your staff your team your community yeah and and so it was more like okay we've been doing things right like you know like oh in 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 our lives we've been <laughs> we've been making the right decisions it kind of like just solidified that for us okay it's not like we necessarily learn from it there's things that would do different like totally like i if i was ever in a fire like that stay in the parking lot like <laughs> right <laughs> just if you're in a parking lot, it's not going to set on fire. <laughs> the biggest, emptiest place you can yeah, find. Yeah, go to the go biggest to parking lot you can find and stay in the middle of it. <laughs> That's that. You know, the, yeah, you won't get a new truck. You won't get like, but <laughs> you won't have all the things I had in my brain like after that either. Yeah.
and I that well, I still have. And like just talking to you, I was getting like I still get like chills and 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 but but yeah, I think the biggest thing was like it was almost like uh, just like yeah, you've been doing it correctly. Like you've been making the right decisions. You know where it's mm -hmm. where it seems like overkill to like have these tools on you at all times. Right. I know I have several friends that like oh I'm carrying a knife on me now like. I'm like, I have a knife with a seatbelt cutter on it and yeah. everything. And I've actually, even before the fire, like come up upon a, like a truck that was flipped over and I had to cut like his girlfriend out of the car oh, wow. it, like, and, and get her out, you know, and, <laughs> but I was, and, and like, but you have this thing that people may never use in their life. Yeah. And I was like, I was excited. <laughs> I was like, sweet. <laughs> I almost, I almost tried to break the window, but we managed to jimmy the door open. Oh, I was gosh. like, damn it. <laughs> but just being prepared, it, it just kind of solidified that, like, I don't get the weird questions from my wife, like, why I do certain way, you know, yeah. why I do things the way I do it, why I want these doors locked, why I want safety, safety, safety. Exactly. It's so I can, I can go through the rest of my life not, not worrying because I am ready to a point. Yeah, I mean, even you telling me about it made me like <laughs> it was like yeah, yeah. There's certain things on the on the on my Instagram. Like there was probably two posts where I like wrote a lot, uh -huh. and it was like because people had been asking me the same question, like what was it like at this part? What was it like at this part? Yeah, and so I wrote like there was two posts. Like one was where you could see the fire truck in the front and all the all the flames, like all the the embers everywhere. Yeah, and I was just like I wrote about that moment, like of the getting trapped and like whatever and, they, yeah. and i think i actually said like what was it like and then i think there was another one i can't remember what it was like where i wrote like and it was hard to write yeah my wife my wife was working that night and she's like i didn't know you posted that like because <laughs> she doesn't really ask me a lot about it oh wow like do you find yourself wanting to write a book or anything no no i mean it feels good to write stuff out i'm surprised i haven't like written any music based on that but i uh -huh. don't it, i don't I have this aversion to it defining me. Like if you oh, haven't yeah. noticed. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, cause you keep telling me it's only six hours of your life. Yeah. And I think it's important that I think that, know. that particular thing came from, I think the uh, one interview I did and I was like, is there anything other, other cool things you've done in your life? I'm like, Fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm yeah. all, dude, I'm 45. I've had like five, like pretty rad careers. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been all over the world. I've like, you know, to, you know, I've raised, two pretty cool kids and i'm not just being super dad like yeah like i they're they're cool people and um and they they continue to be and yeah i'm like that was six hours <laughs> <laughs> six hours of making the right decision over and over and over again and even then like yeah. i told you i could make a better decision like stay in the damn parking lot <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how that those six hours of your life it was like this whole new trajectory for you yeah. completely different it, it like but it but my trajectory is still the same like i said like it's still like family house like whatever and adventures yeah but it gave me this other like little little branches i can do every now and then like this like yeah. getting to meet you and getting to freaking see this thing yeah. and uh, like, like like up close i'm like i'm like yeah that's why i'm doing it because <laughs> yeah. you have the flatbed you have like you know you have all yeah. these things that i was like oh i'd love to see that on my truck right and um but yeah, it's, it just gave me new branches. Like my life's still the same. I still have the same like group of friends. I've added some, right. you know, like we'll probably hang out at some point and go wheeling and like, and you know, Nate, I've hung out with him a couple of times, like, and you know, in the Rockstar crew, like right. Nate has been like, become like a good friend. Even Tyler over Toyota has become like a great friend of mine. We like chat like all week, you know, throughout the week. 
and um there and and just the friends i had already that's coming out of that that literally coming out of the fire and like having mm -hmm. them like the the love that i already had I, I was literally supposed to go the next day at like that day i was gonna go home early and mm -hmm. finish packing for um for uh joshua tree we do it we used to do a yearly trip okay uh every november we used to but since then fire covid <laughs> like whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and um weird and so we used to do this yearly trip and and so that they were about to we call it the november birthdays because like three of our friends have birthdays in that oh, and it's okay. just an excuse that we like this group of people i've known from like literally like since i was some of them i've known since i was seven mm -hmm. to like people i met through high school grade school college whatever and like we all bring in other people into the group and the right. group keeps getting bigger and smaller <laughs> every year you know uh. and we go on a like we'll go to san francisco for a week or we'll go to boston or we'll go to like as this big group yeah so but all of those people like were so supportive and like you know just knowing that i've surrounded myself with good people it's like it's kind of like that knowing i've made these good decisions in my life that help right. prepare me for these moments it's like knowing that i've surrounded myself with a good group of people is like like how lucky am i yeah exactly have you noticed that your relationships have gotten stronger and deeper um yeah like some of them yeah and some of them like because we like communications got like harder with certain things and like you know but but th those people are also the same people that you know your friends that you haven't seen in like two years <laughs> you meet up and you're like boom back in yeah so that and, and yeah. so it's been like that too that, I mean, this build is like kind of along that lines of Australian thing that I love. Yeah, and it's it's uh, from what I found, it's pretty unique. It's not so unique anymore because mm -hmm. there's like a lot of double cabs doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as like a third gen Crew Max, this is I think it's still the only one. Yeah, I wanted like this just flatbed. I didn't want not the four wheel camper was nice as that is. I wanted like a much simpler like yeah the canopies or or like nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, when I took all this stuff off because I. I drove too hard for that uh, rack because mm -hmm. it was the first version. Now it's got the the cross bracing and stuff, so it, does, it won't happen again. Right. But uh, so I had to take that off to repair it and the tent and everything else. I was driving just this monster truck uh, pickup truck, and it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And just to be able to drive around all stripped down and stuff was super cool. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it looks like a fun truck to drive and just romp. Oh, it's fun. But yeah. I wish uh, you know. I'm, I wish I had like long travel and stuff so I could like really suck up the bumps and stuff and yeah more because I already do it like that. It kind of has a little bit of a lean in the back if you can't tell mm -hmm. because I've flattened out the um, the, the leaf springs in the back because uh, I think when we did our math for for the expedition weight, we didn't include some big things like the deck system <laughs> and the yeah. tent. <laughs> so okay. there's like four four or five hundred pounds not accounted for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that that's sense. one, you know, we've got to redo it and. Mm -hmm. It's like you kind of learn and do it again. Yeah. Like, what do you think has shaped you the most outside of those six hours? What do you mean? Having to like, do it? Oh, Like, you know. know, the fire. You know, let's just take that out of the equation. Well, with, without fire. Like, if there was no fire and you were meeting me now, it's like you wouldn't be meeting a different person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, like, uh, so for me, the some of the things that shaped me was, like, I moved to Hawaii when I was 18, and I kind of came to – stepped into manhood while I was living over there. And then I moved back at, you know, like 24, 25. I can't remember right before I met my wife. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I would say like, that was a defining moment in my life of just stepping into becoming a man and taking responsibility for the actions that I made. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's incremental with me. Like every new job or every new skill I learn or everything has kind of shaped it. Like yeah. going out to sea definitely had a, like, or doing the training actually to go out to sea. Okay. And, and like, and that type of leadership and like seeing that all come into play from what my dad taught me. He was, he was a officer in the Navy and, a, and he was a doctor in OBGYN. Oh, wow. And so, uh, just being this like safe self-made man from like super poor in Brooklyn to like mm-hmm. doing really well in Southern California and also being in the Navy and being able to retire out of it and right. as an 06 and, and, um, and him always constantly kind of not being the nicest person ever, but, but <laughs> you know, that generation, he was yeah. doing his best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, like, yeah, that kind of stuff, like making, decisions in my life like going to the the maritime school and as opposed instead of going to uc santa barbara yeah that was a big defining moment like as much as i really wanted to go to the other one that would have been way more fun and and way more debaucherous like (laughs) uh Uh, i did make certain decisions in my life that like that definitely steered it yeah Um, so you definitely took you took like the self-made from what your dad taught you on how to be a self-made person and took that to heart and made yourself more I don't know, define it. The things that define me, I'm like, I'm doing many definitions all the time. I, okay. There's no, there's no big moments and in, including the fire is not a big moment for me. If anything, it just kind of snapped me and trying to rebuild from it. It didn't like, uh, I didn't remember, remember things well for a long time. I didn't, you know, like I was literally like seeing things that weren't there, you know, like fire and stuff. And like, yeah. uh, it took me like months to like be, feel like I was like close to normal. Oh, wow. Um, I just wasn't built for that. I had a really good set of friends and I did a little bit of therapy and like, and, mm-hmm. and like I said, these mountain, these mountain biking, like when we ride, we ride hard and then we'll stop and like chat Okay. We'll ride hard and we'll stop and chat. So it was like hanging out too. Yeah, exactly. And I work out with some of these people too. So like, you okay. know, fitness is big for me because it keeps my brain settled. Cause like right. I said, I have uh, my own personally diagnosed ADD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that. I don't know. Like I, uh, I just try to, I just try to keep moving and try to keep doing fun things. People are like, they're like, oh, why are you, are you ever gonna grow up? I'm like, it hasn't really worked out for other people. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, been, it's thank been you for letting me get to know you a little bit. Um, it's been fantastic to have you here. We can find him at the underscore Pandra on Instagram. I'll leave a link down below in the description so you can find him also. Uh, we really appreciate you being on the show, and we look forward to seeing you in the future. Good chatting. Jeez. Thank you so much. This has been an honor. I really enjoy seeing you. <laughs>